welcome to the playlist Miss Figure's World Devotional Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today and without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father Lord God, Almighty King of Glory, help us live by faith, talk by faith, act out of faith, and help us understand your word and let it influence our lives so that we will live by faith as you want us to live by faith. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. The title of today's message is Demonstrations of God's Might. The title of today's message is Demonstrations of God's Might. And we are going in Matthew chapter 16 verse 5 to 26 in the New King James Version. Now, when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the living of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, it is because we have taken no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, O oh, you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not understand? Do you not yet understand? Or remember the five loaves of the five thousand and how many baskets you took up? Nor the seven loaves of the four thousand and how many large baskets you took up? How is it you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but to be aware of the living of the Pharisees and Sadducees? Then they understood that he did not tell them to be aware of the living of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, that this shall not happen to you. Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan, you are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after him, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever, desire, uh, whoever loves his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, we are going on a key verse of this day. On this rock I will build my church and the gates of harvest shall not prevail against it. Okay. The title of today's message, as we previously said, is Demonstrations of God's Might. Demonstrations of God's Might. Um, so, if we go back to our key verse of the day, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, On this rock I will build my church and the gates of harvest shall not prevail against it. 
Jesus didn't mean that the gates of hell would not prevail only against Peter. He meant that the gates of hell would not prevail would not prevail, sorry, against his church. His church is us, the Christians, the believers. And when he said whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever I lose on earth will be losing in heaven, he was not talking only about Peter, he was talking about his church, the ecclesia, us. Christians, us who are in Christ. So we have to know our position in Christ. God is pleased when we stand on the rock, that is his word, that is Jesus, and that we believe his word, that we believe his word as it is. If we dare to believe God, to believe his word, we will defy all the powers of evil. There are a few stories here that Swigel's word shares as testimonies, you know. Uh, let me share one of those, or more than one. Okay, one day I was traveling in a railway coach and there were two people in the coach who were very sick, a mother and a daughter. I said to them, look, I have something in this bag that will cure every case in the world. It has never been known to fail. They became very much interested and I went on to tell them more and more about this remedy that had never failed to remove sickness and disease. At last, they summoned up the courage to ask for a dose. So I opened my bag, took out my Bible, and read them the verse that says, I am the Lord who heals you. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. God's word never fails. He will always heal you if you dare to believe him. Men are searching everywhere today for things which can heal them, and they ignore the fact that the bomb of Gilead is within easy reach. As I talked about this wonderful physician, the faith of both mother and daughter went out towards him, and he healed them both right in the train. So, and here's that, so that's one of the testimonies. There are other testimonies that Smith Wigglesworth shares here. He shares about um, a man, let, let me say like, let me share the story with his words. It'll be better, easier. A man came to me one time, brought by his wife. I said, what seems to be the problem? She said, he gets employment, but he feels every time. He's a slave to alcohol and nicotine. He's a bright, intelligent man in most areas, but he's in bondage to these two things. I was reminded of the words of the master, giving us power to bind and to lose, as in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. And I told him to stick out his tongue. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I cast out the evil powers that gave him faith, for these things. I said to him, man, you are free today. He wasn't saved, but when he realized the power of the Lord in delivering him, he came to the services, publicly acknowledged that he was a sinner and was saved and baptized. A few days later, I asked, how are things with you? He said, I'm delivered. God has given us the power to bind and the power to lose. So this is this was an example of the power to bind and the power to lose. And I'll share again another testimony, like as written in the Smith Girls World Devotional. Another person came and said, what can you do for me? I have had 16 operations and I've had my, he my eardrums taken out, said the person. I said, I'm thinking this voice of Smith Girls World. I said, God has not forgotten how to make eardrums. She was so deaf that I do not think she would have had a cannon go off. I anointed her and prayed, asking the Lord to replace the eardrums, but afterwards she remains as she remained as deaf as it was possible to be. However, she saw other people getting healed and rejoicing. Had God forgotten to be gracious? Wasn't his power just the same? She came the next night and said, I have come to believe God tonight. 
Take care that she did not come any other way. I prayed for her again and I commanded her ears to be loosed in the name of Jesus. She believed and the moment she believed, she heard. She ran and jumped on a chair and began to preach. Later, I let a pin drop and she heard it touch the floor. With God, all things are possible. God can heal the worst case. So if you are discouraged, cast your burden on him. Discouraged, sorry, cast your burden on him and he shall sustain you. Look to him and be radiant. Look to him now. Um, so a few interesting points here that I would like us to discuss. Uh, a few interesting points here that I would like to discuss. The first one is, do you notice like for most of the testimonies that he shares, those were instant healings, like he would pray for the person now and the person get healed now. And even if the person had like was not healed the same day and came back the next day, the moment like he prayed at that moment, the person would receive the healing and like the fruit, the result would be seen now. Or do you re- do you realize that for people on whom he, over whom he prayed, he prayed for change, like this person who was addicted, there was a real change and the person was freed. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. We should not underestimate what God can do. At times, we push it to later, 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 but God is ready to do it now, to heal us and set us completely free now. He is able, and we should not forget that. So what I like here is the fact that the miracles are instant, so when we pray, we have to believe for now. I like that. I like also the success rate. Like, most of the stories he shares, if not all of them, the, the people always got healed. Even if, for example, on the first day they did not get healed, when they would come back and believe, they would get healed. And I like also the fact that he was not afraid to pray a second time or another time for a person. At times, when we pray once, and that a person comes back and we do not yet see a change, but the truth is that the Word of God says that that if you lay your hands on the sick, they'll recover. So it's impossible that you, I believe that you laid your hands in faith and that they do not recover. When you are laying hands when you're praying for the sick you're planting a seed it may be that the person comes back to you when like the seed has started growing on the inside it's a change that has started happening but the out on the outside they do not see it yet some people get discouraged when they do not see yet the change on the outside and they will refuse to pray for the person for a second time they would be so discouraged or they will pray but with no faith when you pray a second time you're adding another layer you are not starting from fresh, from afresh, unless if you really know that that time you had absolutely no faith when you were praying. But when you're praying for the person a second time, you're adding another layer. You are adding to what you have already put there in faith. Because when you lay your hands on the sick, you're releasing the life of the Holy Spirit into your bodies. So you're doing it like a second time. You're adding another layer. You're not canceling what you did the first time, but you're believing further and adding another layer. So I like the fact that he was not discouraged, nor scared, nor afraid to pray for a person in a second time, but he was really like to add other layers till the person would get to the final result that you that he wanted to achieve, that that had to be achieved. I also love like the, the determination of the person like coming back. You know there are other people who get so discouraged when they see others healed, when they see others get the job, when they see others get free from their addiction, when they see others who change and that their own situation is not changing. They're like, 
has God forgotten them and some of them would completely give up on God and they will stop believing or they would run away or they would never come back. But I like the fact that like the resilience, the attitude of like, I'm going to get this. I believe God for this. I'm standing firm and and I'm going to get it. I, I like it. I actually really like it. And the most interesting thing to me here is really like that God can change anybody. God can change any situation. No matter how desperate it looks like, really, God is able. And we are the ambassadors of Christ right here, right now on earth. He gave us authority to bind and to lose. So let's get out there and do the binding and the losing and let's set people free in faith. So let us go with this little confession like... You can speak alongside me right where you are. God has given me the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever I shall bind on it shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever I shall lose on it shall be loosed in heaven. And God is the Lord who heals me. God is the Lord who heals me. So let us end with this quote by Smith Wiggles. What? Faith is an act. Faith is a leap, faith jumps in, faith claims, faith has an author, and faith's author is Jesus. Faith is an act, faith is a leap, faith jumps in, faith claims, faith has an author, and faith's author is Jesus. Let us pray. Father Lord God Almighty, we thank you for your word is true, your word is powerful, your word is excellent, and we choose to believe your word and to believe that you are powerful and that you still do miracles. Help us to be resilient and to stand in faith till the very end. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. And right now I speak to whoever is suffering from whatever sickness and disease. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command spirit of infirmity, come out in the name of Jesus. Body be healed and made whole head to toe right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast. Listen to us tomorrow by God's grace. And share this with your friends, family, loved ones, and whoever may need to listen to it. And contact me on social media for prayer requests or for testimonies or both. God bless you and goodbye.